0: Welcome back to the Balancing Act podcast. Dan Strafford here with Dr. Andrew Temte. We are beginning a journey into trust and accountability on today's episode. We'll be focusing today on accountability on its own. Now, Andy, well, Andy, I always like to hear you're doing well. We're coming to the end of the year. It's a time of prognostications and uh, you know resolutions as we head towards the end of 2021, beginning of 2022, but you're doing well. The family is well.
1: Yeah, we we had a great Christmas. We had uh, both boys, uh, and uh, and and this was a real special one because the cousins that our boys ran around with for most of their uh, youth were they they were all together uh, as nice. uh, as as adults. It, it was pretty it was pretty cool. And uh, I hear you're you're on the other side of building uh, immunity. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm you fact. got your booster yesterday. Congratulations and and thank you.
0: Yes. Uh, uh, thank you to everyone out there who, who is getting the booster. Did I had a whole rigmarole to make it happen, but, but I did get it done. They had me scheduled for a, a place an hour and a half away. And I said, listen, I want to build immunity and all. But 90 minutes to go get a shot did not feel like a good uh, use of my time. So I finally got it done. Uh, a little bit of a headache, but we're, we're finding our way through. We're drinking plenty of fluids, making sure uh, the PDA light is ready if I need it. Just get yeah. the, the electrolytes back up. But, you know, accountability when you deal, you have two sons, I have three daughters, you deal with accountability in teenagers. That's a whole different discussion for a different day, but you hear about accountability in the workforce of, you know, Al isn't doing his job. Is he going to be held accountable for the poor performance or, or no one's being held accountable for their work. So why should I do the extra, right? If if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, why should I do that and more uh, when we're dealing with the workplace to you, what what does it mean in the context of work? And maybe we start with what does accountability not look like in the business world? What does it not look like in the workplace?
1: Yeah, so we're you know we're conditioned um, by the press and uh, and and uh, you know music and television, radio, etc. That somebody's got to pay. Uh, and, you know, you see, it in move, you see it in movies all the time. Uh, and, and that, uh, you know, the, in, in business, at least historically, and you still see it uh, today, uh, public shaming, bullying, uh, you've got the boss who is yelling uh, at uh, and calling somebody out. And that's, that's what accountability Uh, for the most part, looked like in, uh, in quote unquote, old school uh, management styles, you know, let the beatings begin. And, and we, as humans, uh, you know, we kind of secretly are, are, are are yearning to, to see that, you know, that person get their comeuppance, right. Uh, Especially if we've been somehow wronged, uh, you know, we we need to see that justice uh, meted out, and uh, and, and somebody's got to pay, uh, and 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 a lot of leaders, a lot of managers, uh, actually actually still do that. And, uh, and, it, and it's actually, the, it's absolutely the wrong thing to do. Uh, all of that bullying, all of that sh- public shaming, the yelling, all it does is it drives a deeper wedge uh, inside the, into the organization. It creates more us and them uh, than, than already, already exists. So, so that, that's what bad looks like.
0: My oldest has been studying Hammurabi's code, right? So the, the whole eye for an eye, uh, from ancient Mesopotamia. I think it's Mesopotamia. Uh, she'll correct me if I'm wrong. on that not be sure of that. But, um, and that's, I think so many people still have it deep in the recesses, right? The sort of uh, Neanderthal uh, way we think of, well, something happened to me, it needs to happen uh, to someone else or, hey, this person isn't pulling their weight. Uh, so I need to get my pound of flesh, right? These terrible yep. phrases that are used uh, to describe it. We know that that's the the bad side of it. Um, if we shift our attention towards what positive accountability is, can a leader take a, you know, system approach to accountability?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's the, that's the punchline for today is, you know, in any, we talked about briefly alluded to justice uh, before, well, justice needs a framework, justice needs guardrails, people the, the, the people who populate your business need to know what the guardrails are and what what is uh, what is acceptable or, or not. Uh, one of the things that uh, one of the things that uh, we used uh, at uh, at Kaplan Professional when I was chief executive was we actually adopted what we called behaviors mm-hmm. and these behaviors. Uh, there, there were there were five of them, uh, but uh, you know, be civil, be accountable, uh, be a student of the business. Those were three of uh, three of the five that I can rattle off the top of my head. Uh, but those behaviors were on everybody's mouse pads. They were they were up they were up on the wall, and they helped uh, individuals understand how we were to behave in 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 the workplace. Uh, but those behaviors were then bolted onto uh, a continuous improvement and organizational health framework uh, that, that we had, that we had built. And, it, and, and I just, you know, I'm a broken record here and I'll just keep, I'll keep talking about it until everybody uh, tunes out and I become irrelevant, which I don't think I will, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, those, uh, the, the, those those guardrails and establishing uh, what's acceptable and what's not uh, is really important and that starts uh, that, that you know that, that starts with with a framework we in our you know I think it was our last episode we talked about a management operating system yep. Yep. Uh, for for the business to uh, to, to operate within. And that systems approach is uh, is, is so important to to, uh, to establishing accountability.
0: You know, the behaviors you talk about are the self-accountability, right? Here are the standards by which we're going to be holding you to. Here are the things we want you to do. You can be self-accountable to them, right? And hold yourself to these standards. We're also going to do the same. So if we dive into the details, right? What, how this actually works, what are some of the specifics that you can share with the listeners, the, the people trying to better themselves as managers and as employees on the systems approach that you do recommend.
1: Yeah, so that the, the, the starting point for any, any kind of system that you put into place is your North Star and the purpose of the business. If that has not been established, there, there's nothing to build off of. You, you, can, you can try to build scaffolding, but it, but it doesn't have a, a foundation to, to, to stand on. So start with your North Star and your purpose and really grind that out. Get a lot of people involved and get their voices and make sure that everybody is heard uh, so, that, so that that is well-established, well-communicated. Now, once that uh, high level at a very high level is set, then you can get into long range planning uh, and the annual goals uh, that support the, the, the long range plan uh, for, for the business. Uh, but a lot of people stop, uh, tend to stop there. OK, we've got our North Star, we've got our mission, we've got our vision uh, we've, we've got our long-range plan and we have our goals. Uh, but then the next step beyond that is measurement and the transparency of what we are measuring as, as a business. Far too often, leaders and departmental managers, they want to keep their metrics uh, close to the vest. Uh, they don't want everybody else to know the blinking red lights that right. exist uh, in uh, in in their in their part of the organization and making uh, things transparent and setting a culture where it becomes part of the fabric to to say, hey, hey, here's my green, my yellow, my red, this is how we're measuring it. Uh, please come and help. That is so, so hard to do. And then the final thing that doesn't get, in near enough airplay in, uh, in management operating systems are the incentive structures. So Dan, if you're uh, a leader of department X and I'm the leader of department Y and we and our team members have different, we're operating uh, toward different incentives, uh, Then and we don't know what those, we don't share those incentives, then accountability becomes really, really hard uh, to develop in the
0: organization. And we'll be getting to accountability on the next episode and then teaser or spoiler uh, on the episode after that. We'll be talking about these two uh, working together, the balancing act. See what I did there between the two uh, as we talk through these uh, topics you know, you, you made a, a point there, Andy, about green, yellow, and red. And I've struggled a little bit with classroom management at my daughter's elementary school. And they use the green, yellow, red for classroom behaviors, right? You're green, you're, you're behaving, you're sitting at your desk, your, hand, you know, your hands are to yourself. Yellow, maybe you're doing some things that you shouldn't be doing. You're talking out, you're taking things from from a fellow classmate. And then red is, hey, we need to have a talk. We need to maybe bring your parents in. And I'm not suggesting it's a direct correlation, but I do think that we lose sight of some of those accountabilities after school. We lose sight of some of the things, the norms, as it were, the behaviors uh, that are expected of us. And a successful business, whether 20,000 people, 200 or 20 sets those out, Set, like, makes people understand and, and buy into what is the accountable and what is uh, the, the performance that they're expected to have. What else needs to be and be in place? What else has to happen? For the continuous improvement, the organizational health framework to actually succeed in the workplace.
1: Yeah, so we have to make uh, calling out those behaviors a positive activity. So, for example, when 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 we had our, our five behaviors uh, at uh, at Kaplan Professional, uh, we had an award system for individuals who. Uh, exemplified uh, a particular behavior during a month or or a quarter, so that 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 individual is held out as the as the positive example for uh, for everyone else uh, to, uh, to 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 live up to, and uh, the behaviors then become part of the continual development conversations that managers and individual contributors are having, uh, not on an annual basis, but uh, as I mentioned, on a continual basis uh, uh, throughout throughout the year. And it becomes much easier than in those conversations to point out and say, you know what, uh, Billy, uh, in-, in this particular instance, uh, I need to provide you some feedback that you know, you could have been a better student of the business. Uh, there, you, you, you could have been a better student of the business. And as a result of that, let's put a learning and development opportunity in place to improve your skill level, whether it's technical skill or, or emotional skill, uh, to, to, build, to build that individual up. Instead of calling them out and shaming them and, and making them to feel bad about some uh, some failure, either a project failure or an interdepartmental communication failure or an interpersonal uh, failure, we have to turn those failures uh, into learning opportunities. And in, we talked about courage uh, in in one of our previous episodes. We have to have the courage as leaders to put that those learning opportunities uh, right, right in, in, in front of our in front of our people, uh, so that they so they can develop and grow instead of oh geez I totally blew that and I'm going to get read the riot act and called out. Uh, it, it just doesn't serve anybody to do that.
0: makes so much sense. And uh, we've talked many times about communication, transparent communication, um, and this idea in many corporate settings that we're going to do a one-year check-in about your KPIs, your key performance <laughs> indicators. And we're, we're going to do your year-end review and that's going to do it all. And I think you've said many times over, and I agree that, That's not the way to manage your your, management is 365 days a year. It's checking in. It's being part of the conversation. It's it's finding these flexible moments to pivot off of that learning and development map that says this person has to be doing this thing. Um, It's such an interesting process to try to get outside and think about in a different way for, for me, Andy, I've seen some great accountability in the workplace. I've seen some terrible <laughs> accountability in the workplace. Um, and I think that anyone listening who's worked in a restaurant, who's worked at a Fortune 500 company, who's worked on Wall Street or in Silicon Valley, we've all experienced it in some way, shape or form, where uh, we've seen the positive to your point where, hey, this is a learning moment. Let me take you in and let me describe why you made those mistakes uh, and how we can better for next time. And you've seen the, the riot act. You've seen the yelling. You've seen I, I've been involved in, in the peripheral periphery of a couple recently that that scared me, honestly of the way the manager reacted and the way they thought they'd get what they wanted out of the employee by yelling by by raising their voice in a zoom call because that's also a dystopian thing where the manager's on a small video screen <laughs> yelling at people. but do you see that's my own personal uh, you know viewpoint, but do you see, a, a change possible in accountability that you've discussed here for someone entrenched in their role. We, we've seen that the manager has been there 20 years and, Oh, that's the way he does it. You know, Phil in the corner, he just yells at people. He, he's a yeller. We know he's a yeller. He means well, but do you see change possible in the ability to, to become a better manager through something about discussing accountability?
1: Yeah, I I do. Um, now it takes, uh, some level of enlightenment, or at least the door cracked open, uh, uh, which, and I'll, I'll give you, uh, I, 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 I almost always do this and give you uh, my, my personal example. Uh, but I, I have been in, uh, board, in board rooms and, and board meetings where the, the leader says, I learned through conflict and I'm going to give it to this person over here. And at the end of the meeting, they're like, the, the leader's like, Oh, I feel so much better. And the other 15 people in the room are soiling themselves near uh,
0: tears in the corner, near, yeah. near
1: tears. And the, and the leader can't see it. A leader like that, um, who doesn't deserve to be a leader? That the, the the door's not cracked. The door the door's not open. But as an individual contributor, if uh, and this is where courage and bravery right. also comes into place. Uh, I have had uh, people come to me uh, in the past and said, and this is some a little passive aggressive, but but it works. Hey. Uh, I listened to this podcast, I read this book, I saw this article, uh, I'd really like, uh, I'd really like you to, you as the leader to to read this, and then for us to have uh, an, an open conversation about it as a team or uh, one-on-one, and if the response to that is, uh, oh, thank you very much, where's the circular file, I'm going to throw it in. <laughs> Uh, and nothing happens, that's your signal that uh, another job, another company uh, might be the right one uh, for you. But at least you tried. And, and you might be surprised at the reception that you get, uh, because I'm a continuous improvement leader and an organizational health leader, because somebody had the guts to come up to me and hand me a book or hand me an article and say, Andy, I believe there's a different way. Uh, would you consider uh, reading this? And can we talk about it as a team?
0: One might say they could hand someone The Balancing Act by Dr. Andrew Tempty and say, hey, you should read this and, and see what happens from there. Exactly. But I, I great stuff, as always. Um, and to that, you know, uh, shill tactic there, you can find Andy's book, Uh, obviously, Amazon and and bookstores across the country, The Balancing Act, uh, which uh, I've said many times over is a a light but intricate read. Like You can get through it pretty quickly, but there's a lot going on, a lot of things to take from it. Um, Great stuff today about accountability. Next episode, Andy, we're going to talk about trust in the workplace. Two episodes from now, we're going to talk about those two things as the balancing act and trying to figure out the way as a manager to make it happen. Uh, Don't forget, andrewtempty.com is where you can find the Saturday morning news. You can find all of this content as well, as well as new things Andy uh, and uh, the company are working on to try to make you, the listener, a better employee, a better manager. And I will put in a better person because all of this just makes you think a little bit more outside the box of how you can better yourself, continuous improve in the home Continuous improve as a student. And I think there's a lot to uh, chew on as we go through. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and all your favorite podcasting apps to the balancing act podcast. We're back with another episode soon.